Hi there, and welcome back to the FFS podcast. I'm your host, Praddy, once again, and welcome to episode number two of the MWF series. Now, to those of you who don't know what the MWF series or the midweek fixture series, if you want to call it that, it is essentially the latest or the new uh, spin-off series that I created when we started season two of the FFS podcast. It's It's more interactive, it's more reactive, it's more entertaining, it's shorter, and I think you guys are just going to enjoy it. It's got a lot more guests than the normal podcast is. Slightly less insightful, I would definitely say so, but much, much more chaotic and much more fun that way. We had a blast uh, discussing episode one where we kind of just laid the groundwork and the foundation for what is to come for this season. Uh, I was supposed to initially do this on the Carabao Cup, but... uh, Things changed immediately and luckily the Champions League draw was announced. And so what better way to stay up to date than to talk about what people thought about the draw, man. Uh, It's always one of the most exciting events of the year. Not only because of that, but also because it turns into an award show with the UEFA Best Player of the Year. So we'll touch upon upon those kind of uh, topics. You know, talk about Lewandowski's deserved win or was it deserved? Uh, whether who got, got the toughest draw, who got the easiest draw, stuff like that. So let's start off with introductions and I'll kind of do the quick introductions myself. So we've got Chinmay who supports Barcelona, Devaji Day, because we've got two Devajis. So I'm going to obviously say the same. It's Devaji De Nier. He supports Chelsea. Devaji Misha supports South Atletico. Uh, Junaid supports Real Madrid. Karthik supports Manchester United. Nadim supports Liverpool. Vijay supports Borussia. Uh, sorry. Bayern Munich. I was about to say Borussia Dortmund. That was going to be terrible of me. We tried to get one on the podcast there, but unfortunately couldn't. So as you can see, he's got varied guests supporting different clubs. So it's just going to be one hell of a show for you tonight. Uh, all right. So let's start off with the first question, right? So who you guys all saw the draw, I'm pretty sure, or you at least saw uh, the results of the draw. Which was the toughest group according to you guys? The group with Manchester United. 100%. Okay. Let's let's go with Vijay first. Let me do that. <laughs> the group with Manchester United. I have um, friends who are Manchester United fans who are telling that they can't see themselves getting into Europa League as well. So that's what my friends are saying. So <laughs> but in all honesty, I think I think apart from that, the group with Real Madrid, Shakhtar, uh um, Munchen Gladbach and the other group, uh, other team, which I can't remember. I think these two uh, groups are the groups of death, basically. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. You guys can continue from there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we finished fourth. Well, I can start off by saying we all agree that Group H, uh, PSG, Manchester United, and RB Leipzig is definitely a, a group of death scenario. But uh, when it comes to Real Madrid's group, I think it's just Inter Milan who will give us some kind of competition, you know, in the in the group stage. But I don't really see it as a group of death much. I don't I, I can say that. Because I'm not sure about Borussia Mönchengladbach's state right now because I think the open uh, their opening games in the league they've lost both if I'm if I'm not wrong. So uh, maybe let's see further down the season what happens to them. But as of now I, I, I don't agree with that statement that Real Madrid's uh, group is too much of a group of death, but we all agree Manchester United's group is a group of death. Actually, I don't like so. I don't know why. Uh, the thing about that group is all the teams are way too unpredictable to call it a group of death. I mean, okay, the United fans specifically for themselves can call it a group of death, 
but as you know, uh, an unbiased opinion. I don't think it's necessarily a group of death because you know are Leipzig really doing well without Werner? I mean, I don't I haven't followed it, but you know, and PSG, you don't know when they could you know go back to type and you know screw things up. So, but yeah. Okay, guys, this is Devojit Neil here. Uh, I'll just just drop in something like people have been saying about this Manchester United PSG group. I think Group H, if I'm not wrong. Well, if we just 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 look something, I mean something ahead of that, that the group where Group C, if I'm not wrong, Porto, Man City, and Marseille. These three are gonna give good comp- competition to each other. You know, to be neck and neck for. Every match, and not only not only that, if we just see that you know Man City is booming right now, and along with that Porto FC Porto is having good gunpowder at their end. So yeah, I am looking forward to Group C along with that. I'll uh, say my Chelsea's group, which is yeah, it's having a bit more of content. But yeah, Group C according to me, I will no, no, go I, with I, that. Chelsea, Chelsea, Maluda kind of did you all a favor in picking the easy. I think Sevilla will cause them a lot of trouble. Sevilla's Lukampos in the front three are, are devastating. Like uh, we, me as a Barca fan, I've seen them in the entire season. I think Chelsea are in a bit of a trouble if they don't sort their defense out. Yeah, I mean, the, there is another very interesting group here. If we are looking in the Liverpool group, the Liverpool will face Ajax and Atalanta both. So they were surprise packages in the last two years. I am seeing a problem for Liverpool there. If they don't get their thing together, they may slip down. Here, I I don't think I I I, I just problem, but it's definitely going to be a fun group. It's going to be a fun group because every one of them plays attacking football. Exactly. Whether it's predictable or not is a second secondary topic. At least, but but going by the name the Group D, what 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 you guys are talking about? Like, group D is, I think, it would be the most most entertaining watch. I think because Atlanta play amazing football. Liverpool, Ajax. I mean, this group is amazing. Yeah. I think H is more of a death kind of a group, but you know. Well, uh, I think it would be more fun to watch out for Group I mean, D matches. I, I, I don't know how much. Yeah, even Atlanta, the Denmark I, I, team. I'm absolutely in love with the way the Atlanta's manager has reformed this team. They press like mad dogs. They attack, and they're so positionally aware each each and every one of their players, and they're so talented. I mean, it's it's really something extraordinary there. I mean, I would hope so that more goals that way. Like. I think with Ajax, Liverpool, and Atlanta, there'll be more goals that are given that I think like they Absolutely. all play more attacking style football. No one's really going to be right. sitting back there and defending. Yeah, and uh, correct, I, I, correct. nobody parks the bus. Nobody right here also. It's in, in fact, the opposite of parking the bus. So. Uh, yeah, and even and, the and Danish coming, team coming to goal, coming to goal, scores a lot. Random like Liverpool's defense. Yeah, and people coming in like Thiago and people coming in. Liverpool is going to have an upper hand out there, even though Ajax is having a good spearhead um, in the up front. But yeah. yeah, Liverpool will have an upper hand, what I feel so in the Group D. Okay. So, if, if Liverpool continue the way they have been in, in the Premier League, I think I think this would be a clean sweep for Liverpool. I see them as the ah, leaders perfect. of the group. Agreed. Agreed but, to the court. But I, I just, yeah, I, but I just think that, you know, Atlanta and the uh, the uh, Ajax they they can cause some troubles. They have some serious serious talents up there. I mean, Why? Definitely. To be honest, I can. It's going to be a point not point. see any other team going down. 
as who are favorites in the group stage because every group is more or less balanced this time even in group h i don't I agree with the real madrid group's opinion like that that's that's such a an easy group to be honest real like, and inter will cruise through i guess yeah definitely they will have some problem but they will definitely okay but i think i think one of the the um, surprise that i'm talking about uh, the barca group yeah i, I know mean, exactly right i mean that that's one of the yeah oh my god the barca group is going to be so annoying all the messi and ronaldo fanboys <laughs> on social media are going to be at it big match is going to be oh my god it's going to be a cringe fest of like no other yeah, absolutely yeah i am more looking like a developer versus griezmann group but oh, i think the 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 hot headed topic should be not messi versus ronaldo exactly it should not be messi versus ronaldo it should be pianich pianich versus yeah, yeah. arthur yeah. i think that that should be hotly debated <laughs> okay why one small question for you guys like uh, the fuck ups that barca is done yeah one small small question i'll i'll throw ahead yeah go on like um, out of this eight groups okay uh like going into the this matches which one of one club from each group you think is a dark horse like uh, from a b and c d e f g h dark horse from one each group even even though there are you know there are some clean sweeps uh in a few groups um i can't speak for other groups but from uh, the from group a which is bayern's group salzburg is definitely going to be a dark horse oh yeah last season with jesse jesse marsh itself and they, they were quite an entertaining team to watch even though they didn't make it to the knockouts and jesse marsh has this unpredictable style which you know makes those play so well they'll find some other one because salzburg have a talent factory within themselves they'll find someone else exactly i'm sorry but i'm just waiting for someone to say that ps uh, Man- manchester united are the dark horse <laughs> <laughs> maybe out of the pick <laughs> not the dark horse uh, okay well this is jose this is jose you're looking dark they're not dark horse. no but i i can't i think like they they're the one i think i mean united fans would not have wanted Okay, they would have been okay maybe with only PSG, but to have Leipzig as well as uh, who's the other one that's there? Istanbul. Uh, Istanbul. Istanbul. Basak Sahir. Yeah, yeah, that's Istanbul. a trek. Istanbul. That's another trek there to the to. Yeah, it's a it's a big uh, travel to headache. You know. uh, who who else is there? Oh yeah. Uh, Why do I think Bruce that Leipzig would 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 reach the semi-finals? I just think that you know the, that bunch of a bunch of lads are really amazing because like the the kind of season that they had had last season it was underwhelming. But but you never know. I think I think Leipzig should be watched out for more uh, than Ajax. If anyone agrees with me, there I completely agree because Leipzig, even without Werner, are doing so well. So well, right? It, yeah, it just absolutely. goes to show the good work that they have as a team, and you know, even with and Nagelsmann is doing superb work as a coach as well. So I think they will be a what the they will be the team to to watch out for, for across the entire competition. In my opinion. And I'm a Bayern fan saying this. So what about what about Borussia Dortmund? Hello, Borussia. What, what about Dortmund? Uh, Dortmund. I'm, I know Borussia's group will be tough between uh, Zenit and Lazio also. Zenit and Lazio in the group will be tough for them also. I mean, like just straightforward as just because they have got some talented ones, they're not no, going to be straightforward. Of course them. not. With with Favre over there, it's not going to be. It's not going to be easy with Favre coaching Dortmund. Like <laughs> we, we, it's, it's not. I mean, you, you you would think that Dortmund had an easy run, given that they for once they are not facing the likes of Barcelona or like uh, who are the other ones? PSG sometimes they play 
or real madrid as well they were with barcelona and uh, inter was it i think in the same group yeah, like yeah, yeah 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 I'm sorry to cut cut anyone off, but can we talk about the exciting transfers and how they will shape these groups of deaths? I mean, that's where the real please don't. Honey as a Bayern fan, I'm crying at the lack of transfer activity. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need the transfer. What are you going to do with transfer? Oh, what about a Man U fan? What about a Man U fan? Davis can play at like five different positions. You know, to be very honest. Yeah, Davis can play anywhere. Bayern just signed a wonderful player in Mark Roca. He is a wonderful. I don't know how true that is, and and because. I don't know what the Spanish sources are like and who, who are reliable, so I can't really comment on that. But as such, we've just been letting go of players, and you know, without players like Perisic who deliver good seven or eight out of ten performances every single time, and losing Thiago, even though it was his wish, that those were big blows. And Sane is again out for a few weeks. We don't have the sufficient depth in all departments. It's a cluster fuck that's. Going to be a big problem unless we get signing. But, Something okay, that so, would really but, make make the discussion exciting would be like, how is your team performing? Like, what are you even expecting? Like, each each and every one of us. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, you can do predictions, whatever. So, but before that, I just want to say, but Bayern and Atletico are in the same group. So, uh, uh, Vijay, you must be little happy that later in the knockouts you don't get to face Atletico for a while. Like, like given that. They are somewhat of a bogey team when it comes to knockout, especially now that they've got a a really a decent portion. They're so annoying in Champions League. Attack. They're so annoying. <laughs> they are annoying. They're the most annoying team annoying you could possibly face, whether it be in the group stage or in the knockouts. I'm just pissed <laughs> off that we have them. You are calling defense as annoying. You are calling this being defensive as annoying. Of course, of course. <laughs> you guys. They don't park the bus. They don't park the bus. They no, they take the they bus wherever they go. Just they are particular type of. They yeah, take the bus and the bus behind the bus they put a tank. Very frustrating. And even with some someone as <laughs> someone as like brilliant as Suarez in front of you, I don't think you'll be you'll be getting like more than twelve goals out of him. And that's such a shame. And, it's and, coming from a Barca fan who who is who is managed by Setien and Valverde. So I mean, come on, like Simeone really needs to score two goals. He has already scored two goals in hardly 100 minutes. So the second you, well, the second you mentioned Setien, I just remember the 8-2. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, that. Of course, you shouldn't have done that properly. But okay, let. I'm going to going towards what Chinmay said. There's so much hate on Atletico everywhere. I I don't think it's hate, but it's kind of just they're so annoying at to play, and they're the most, and that way they feared. Yeah, they feared. They feared in that way because it's like no team wants to play them because they know that you need to. Score at least two or three in order to completely kill off the game. If it's one, then these guys can just sit back and like take away the game. And it's and it doesn't help if Oblak decides to go into God mode. Yeah, honestly, God, mode oh, God. Oblak is yeah, another. And and honestly, the the way European football has been shaping for a while, I like following the Champions League for a while. I think. You cannot sit back. That's one lesson that I've learned as a Barca fan. Even if you're four nil down, even if you're five nil down, you just need to fucking attack. That's how he, that's how physically demanding Champions League has been, you know. Yeah. Okay. So so I'm um, like like this European this thing which is going on. You know, this players moving from east to west, not just out. What I I feel as a Chelsea fan. After Sari leaving, Conte leaving, coming in with Frank Lampard with his first season with all the academy boys now. What I truly feel is that it's not only a mix-up where I find Chelsea at uh, not only sitting with a bunch of players, but sitting with a huge bunch of players. And everybody is now wanting to go out on loan because everyone wants to play. 
right now what what we just now find about like two days back Ross Barkley left now um RLC Ruben Loftus Cheeks wants to leave because he wants game time so this this varsity you know where with us too much of players debuji tell kalim hudson nodoy to buy and no 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 sorry that's not up bayern would love to have bayern would love to have show bayern can have some of them are you of course chelsea is a fan chelsea is a fan of kalim hudson nodoy let's 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 move on to so chinmay mentioned you know talking about uh the predictions of where do you think who's who's going to qualify blah 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 so what do you guys think would be or who do you think would is more likely or who's the the uh top dog in this competition this year yeah coming from atletico fan it's again going to be bayern easy bayern real madrid have no chance this yeah, year absolutely has to be i think real madrid i i think the question should be that you know yeah. even if you're even if you're asking uh, you're giving your team's name how much confidence do you actually have in your own team that should be the question to be honest <laughs> and um, for me even if i'm supporting barca i know that you know we we have a lot of restructuring to do and with atletico i mean since i follow la liga a lot i just think that you know if if they can really use costa and suarez up front i mean they they could create a lot of mayhem I mean, a lot of mayhem and that is definitely I mean, going to happen going to kick people and the other is going to bite people exactly that's anyway going to happen <laughs> one guy is going to kick people and other is going to bite yeah essentially but i mean i i, I don't know uh, junaid do you think real madrid have a chance this time well let's see um benzema on a good day hazard staying fit and you <laughs> know uh, moderation more unlikely has a staying fit you need a consistent goal scorer like someone more than benzema i mean ramos not giving away like stupid yellow cards and modric bringing ramos on a bonus for, for performance i feel we could uh, i feel we could like give uh, really good competition in the knockout stages I, i, i'm not I, saying I out right that yeah you like, since you're a real madrid fan Like why did you say in Regulon? Why why would anyone on earth do that? I mean, I'm well, a Barcelona fan and no Regulon is see when so it comes to the left back so position, we're already stacked with. Yeah, I get I get you. We, we're see uh, when coming coming to the left back position, we're already stacked with Marcelo and uh, Forlan Mendy. So the thing is, Marcelo is a veteran player. We uh, Zidane as a coach has to like you know give uh, you know he has to give uh, he uh, he has to give credit to his veteran player. And on top of that, Forlan Mendy is also a really good uh, left back for us as well. So when you add Regal onto the mix, it's like how do we rotate? three left backs we can we can, it's possible to rotate two left backs but that's not a blip guys so <laughs> you guys should get that. yeah but they that's lost privilege. the privilege with their right backs both odriozola and carvajal are out injured yeah, for a while and you know junaid the, the, the problem is that you know i get get that marcelo is a big game player right and marcelo is a big game yeah. player and i've watched a few exactly. games of mindy as well but i just think that you know when regulon used to play he used to flare up that side and marcelo because of his age of course even dani alves could not survive see the thing about regalon is he played like i think 7 to 8 games with us and 7 to 8 games he was fine like i i wouldn't say he was really good he was fine he was decent enough for us but the thing is you ha- it's zidane at the end of the day it's like how does this guy fit into my kind of play style and yeah, the way zidane for, is actually Mendy, very good is at suiting to his making, right yeah i i, I, I mean I, Yeah, I mean I'll give I mean I wouldn't say like full on like oh trust in Zidane completely but like you know you can see what Zidane is trying to do in the field defensively and Forlan Mendy fits to his thing. Regalon okay, he's 
he's decent enough but when it comes to i think he had an excellent performance with tottenham versus chelsea i mean this guy has some serious talent his technique and use both his speed and then turned uh, real madrid really as the new atletico do you feel they are just bogging with 1-0s and defending back hitting back what no i don't think you i don't think anybody that, I, I, i wouldn't i would i would think for the last year not do that i don't think it's really about that no no that's that's a very different uh, yeah style of that should not even be a question the question should be that you know how how well will zidane adapt it you know we all know what is capable of in champions league I'm not sure about La Liga, but uh, definitely with Champions League, and I, I have a huge respect for the post-COVID performance of Real Madrid. But I, I just think that you know how, how will he actually adapt? I guess there is no signing from this. So I mean, the question really should be that what, what is in Zidane's pockets right now, rather than it's questioning that he is parking the bus right now. Okay, so uh, the last one of the one thing I wanted to ask, okay, was. obviously apart from the whole draw there were the awards given out i want to know if there were any complaints or any uh, you know did you guys think that levandowski didn't deserve or yoswa i'm trying to get it correct now yoswa i have Kimmich. one complaint okay yeah the one the one complaint i have is de bruyne should not have finished second with the season noyer had he should have definitely been top 2 he should have either been noyer or levandowski and levandowski deserved it but no way in hell did de bruyne deserve it over noyer for the season noyer had yeah even i i agree, agree with that agree. i agree with that agree. like what yeah. what kdb do against olympic lion like seriously i don't know so how he became top this, this and even is going to flashment bayern all the way <laughs> i think with players like de bruyne i think with players like very consistent players i'm not fanboying messi there but extremely consistent players they they fall prey to their own own greatness de bruyne is uh, is a player who is a game changer he can change any game i i i think and so 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 are players like messi and even lewandowski right now is getting more complete as a striker so they fall prey to their own greatness but i think the standard to be judged there should be that you know noyer had a better performance at the ah, end of the day definitely i think noyer was he yeah, was penetrable like noyer was like a yeah like crazy i mean he he, he uh, really bought that world cup form yeah. like re- in the, for the whole time i think stage. we yeah. all had it was we all like had seen doubts. the 2013 noyer we all had doubts last i mean i know last year circumstances bind weren't the great so we did have doubts when everyone's performance was at dip but i think this year it's just been you know he's proven that as just a small blip or you know he's just taken a break from being one of the best in I'll, the I'll sum I'll sum up the reason why I'll sum up the reason why in four words first two words niko kovac <laughs> second two words hansi flick oh uh, wait uh, could, could you could you get the second two words because i think we were all laughing at that point of time. second word yeah hansi flick okay hansi flick Fair yeah uh, all right i i, I just want we are almost ending this particular podcast i want from each one of you the finals of uh, champions league 2020-21 who versus whom so let's start off with junaid oh my god okay um quickly I'm, it's going to be okay liverpool oh. and oh. atletico madrid oh no i don't want that Are you <laughs> okay uh karthik next <laughs> okay uh, uh, liverpool Bayern Juventus. Awesome. Oh, Juventus. Interesting. I don't. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> uh, Chinmay. I think it would be Bayern versus Liverpool. 
Ooh, okay. I mean, that would totally set my Twitter feed alight because the, I don't know for some reason I've never thought Bayern Munich and Liverpool had any beef, and suddenly it just happened like on my Twitter feed. It's like every second tweet. Uh, next with one. Thiago being in the mix, I mean, Liverpool have all the chances to get away with it. Yeah, Liverpool are really strong. The only thing that they lacked was simply some creative, some some creativity in midfield. It it was. So sometimes, like the midfield, almost was non-existent. Yeah, I think. Uh, Devajit Mishra, go yeah. on. Uh, my prediction will be Bayern versus Atletico final. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, Nadim, yours? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. Actually, even I'm going for uh, Liverpool with Atletico. Some reason, I don't know. <laughs> no. Okay. And uh, Vijay, how many Atletico fans are there, there and why? There is a good reason. Uh, I Vijay, really need to ask this question. Why do you guys think Atletico needs is, is there is like should okay, be fine. there? Okay, fine. Finish that. I just yeah. don't understand. You you wanna okay okay see um, Atletico Madrid for the past three seasons, if you've been watching them, of course they've been utter garbage. But because of their defensive style play, but this season is different. They finally got a striker, a striker to fill in that uh, fill in that gap, you know, which is left by Antoine Griezmann. So, uh, so that's why I feel like you know Diego Simeone's tactics have always been yeah way too defensive, but he has that counter attacking edge, and he's got the perfect player for that. So that's why I'm giving Atletico Madrid some edge this season. Like not just for the I don't think. I I don't think Suarez is the perfect uh, counter-attacking player. Slow down. He, That's the reason uh, that we sold him. I know he's got Suarez, Jao Felix. He's got he's got a combination of Suarez and Jao yeah, Felix. See that uh, last season, Jao Felix had to carry everything. A 19-year-old had to carry the team. Like, come on, you can't expect so much from a kid. So now he's got now he's got like a, an experienced player backing him. Not up. only Jao so Felix, if you see Carrasco and Llorente have been super. Any other time? Any other reasons that we have? Some. some Some other credible reason. I okay. Wait, 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 wait. We don't have time for that right now. One more quickly. I need to uh, quickly finish this. So we we can get to this later on in another podcast. But Vijay, your your quick final. Bayern Liverpool. So it's all over Bayern Liverpool and Atletico. Okay. So uh, it's the it's the it's going to be the it's going to be Thiago's dream match. I guess. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Club's dream match more like. Uh, but I mean, uh, from what I can see. From, from what I can see, it's Bayern, Liverpool, and Atletico. Can you imagine if United actually get to the yeah, final? Yeah. Oh my God! They will in Europa League. Oh my God! Um, no, Manu will go in Europa. Supposedly, Manu reaches final. If then Hernandez will go and say, "Referee, I need one more penalty." Twitter will explode if United make the final. I mean, he. Uh, A bunch of penalties getting to that final, so I don't know. <laughs> I mean, definitely <laughs> got like a bunch of penalties to get to that final. So let's see, anything goes. And that's mine. And that's mine. You know what? United actually need. They need all the players they're supposed to sign. That's what they need. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, anyway, uh, so I guess that's all the time we have for this particular podcast. Uh, it was fun as always, and I know we didn't get as much. As thoughts as possible, but uh, we definitely—that's the reason we have this on a midweek. We can obviously uh, chat on about different topics that you want to talk about in the next midweek, uh, whether it be 
you know, during a match re- match day review or something like that. So thanks, Chinmay, Debajit, uh, both Debajits, Janet, Khatik, Nadeem, Vijay. Thanks, uh, and I hope you guys all had fun uh, talking about the Champions League. Thank you. And, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, and all the best to everyone present out here. Yes, all the best. Yes. yes. Uh, we definitely can't wait for Champions League to be back. As always, the draw is only the beginning. Once group stat- uh, the group stages start and commence, it's just going to be all hell breaks loose with the already uh, crunched up schedule, right? So imagine now playing all of that. And I've seen some of the schedules, like the fixtures with, uh, you know, that Real Madrid have had or United have had. And it's, it's going to be crazy f- crazy months of football so thanks guys for being a part of this podcast we'd love to host you all soon whether it be part of the mwf or part of the ffs as well uh, which is the longer version so uh, yeah i guess that's it and thank you all for tuning in to the uh, podcast uh, i hope you've had fun during this entire half hour uh, so i guess that's it for episode number two Uh, And I will catch you all next Wednesday around the same time. So thanks once again. I'm your host, Praddy. Uh, You stay safe and see you.